Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell, broker owner of ERA Russell Realty Group. He is a 10-year licensed broker who has successfully coached and trained over 500 agents and turned his independent brokerage into a $50 million company before joining one of the top real estate franchises, ERA. Evan delivers his real-world real estate experience to you, the real estate agent. You can follow Evan on the Twitter feed at WorkWithEvan using hashtag AskEvan. For all your questions, concerns, comments, ideas, or anything else real estate related. Good morning, good morning, mighty, mighty. How we doing? First call of the year. I know it's uh, February, but, uh, you know, we had to get our ducks in a row, had to get dialed in, had to get our agenda square, figure out where everybody was. And uh, as I've told you, you know, you know, I don't want to bring you on on a call on Monday just not to have anything to say. So uh, we kind of waited for something to come up, and uh, we've got a little something to come up, and we're going to roll right through it. So we've got a good crowd on today. I appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed your 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 weekend and, uh, of course, last night. So here's what I want to talk about about last night. And it's it's very, very important for us to gather this concept, okay? As we Let's just talk about the Super Bowl for a minute. As we talked about, as we watched the Super Bowl, there's two there's two perceptions of the Super Bowl. It's either a really good defensive game, or it's a really boring offensive game. Some people thought the game was boring. Some people thought it was great. Right? Of a different perspective. Some people like the Patriots. Some people like the Rams. Doesn't make that doesn't mean that those perspectives are different. Doesn't mean that those perspectives are wrong. So what I want to turn that into is, is into a real estate, you know, scenario, which I, I had a call with one of our teammates this morning, and she had a perspective of this way, but I have a perspective of this way. Neither perspective is wrong. They both are right. But what I want to say is you can't think – you have to think like others think. Just because we think it's a bad idea, or more importantly, use something simple – just because we think it's cold outside doesn't mean Evan's not going to wear shorts. Just because we think it's hot outside doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to wear jackets, right? Just because we think a certain way doesn't mean the masses of people think a certain way. So let's talk about prospecting, okay? I'm just going to jump right into it here. Let's talk about prospecting. Just because we think it's a bad time to call at 5 o'clock doesn't mean the people receiving the phone call think it's a bad time at 5 o'clock. Just because we think they're busy, they may not be busy because we have a tendency to kind of psych ourselves out. Well, I don't think cold calling is a good idea. I don't want to call the expired numbers. I'm afraid. They're not going to want to talk to me. They're not going to want to hear what I have to say. They've been called by a 1,000 different people, right? So if we move to just the expired callings for a minute and the perspective on things, there are people in this world that have no idea how real estate works, none, zero, no idea. They don't know we're on commission. They don't know how to get a referral. They don't know how to ask for help. They go to the Internet. They search. They try to find somebody. They don't even know what the right questions to ask are. So the perspective of some people when we're calling expireds, okay, is thank goodness you called me because I don't know what to turn, whether they admit it to you or not. I don't know what to do next. Thank goodness you called me. 
Or it could be, get off the phone, you fucking asshole. You've called me a million times. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I don't want to talk to these people. What's wrong with you guys? So what we have to do is we have to find the percentage of people that say, gee, I appreciate your call. I wasn't sure what to do next. Let's think about all the different industries. More importantly, or, or most uh, true to me, is I'm getting called every day by car, car warranty companies because my Jeep is rolling up on 36,000 miles already, if you can believe that. So the, the, the three-year, 36-mile warranty is expiring. Somehow that information has been leaked out to the masses, and I get called every day to buy, to buy you know, extended car warranty. Now, I could do two things. I could say, you're bugging me, leave me alone, whatever. Or I could think, gee, I really do need a new car warranty because what happens at 39,000 miles and my transmission blows? So now you could be the person calling about the car warranty and be scared. Oh, they don't want to talk to me. They're not thinking about car warranties. They don't want a car warranty. I'm annoying. I'm a cold caller. You know, they're, they're going to hang up on me and be mean to me. But then you're going to get to Evan Russell on the phone and says, you know what? I really do need a car warranty. I'm really glad you called because I don't know how to buy an extended car warranty. That's not my thing. I don't know how to find another real estate agent. You referred Billy Bob. Billy Bob didn't work out. My home expired. Now what do I do? Seems easy for us, right? We're in the business. But it doesn't necessarily seem easy to them. So the misconception I'm going to tile together with is the misconception is that people don't want to hear from me. People don't want to see my post on social media. They don't want to see, you know, me promote my business. Let's look at the three or four successful people in our town. We won't name them. We know who they are. Are they successful? Yes. Would you like to duplicate their business efforts from 2018? Certainly. Did they post on Facebook? Certainly. Did they think to, did they think to themselves, well, I'm going to put out the humble brag and people are going to like me or not like me and I don't really care because I'm going to put out the humble brag and I'm going to say, yep, another car sold, another house sold. My perspective is I want people to know that I'm in real estate. The reason why we don't post on, on social media or we don't market more is twofold, two problems. Either, number one, we're scared of what people are going to think. Oh, people are watching the game. They don't want to talk to me. They don't want to hear my face. They don't want to see my, my – you don't want to see my ad during the Super Bowl. Or we don't know how. So we're either scared or nervous or talk ourselves out of it, which is what the majority of us did last night, or we don't know how to get the information from A to B, meaning you don't know what to post, you don't know how to post it, you don't know where to get the information – and you struggle in some, in some information overlock, overload and you're, and you're stuck and you don't know how to, how to post from your phone. So what do you do? You don't do it. Those are, those are two problems, okay? Those are the two problems that the majority of us have. Now, I was given some advice yesterday from very high-end people, Tom Ferry, Jared James, Ricky Carruth. I'll roll off a couple bunch of names. We probably won't care, but take those guys. Okay, all those guys said, and I, and I rolled it downhill to you, that during the Super Bowl would be an awesome time to put something on Facebook. It would be a great time to promote your brand. So let's think about that logically. Okay, let me give you one more example logically. Atlanta is the home of Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is, is made, processed. It's like Budweiser's in St. Louis. Coca-Cola's in Atlanta. Do you think Pepsi didn't advertise? Sponsored the halftime show. Do you think they said, oh, no, this is a Coke town? They sell Coke in the arena, so why should we advertise Pepsi? 
No. Okay, do you know what the average ad of the Super Bowl cost last night? It was somewhere between 5 and $6 million. I did the research. So a company said to themselves, I think it's worth $6,000 of my dollar to advertise on $6 million of my dollar to advertise on TV. But yet we as a group, and not just you guys, we as a group, us real estate agents or whatever else, felt, nah, they don't want to be, they don't want to be bugged. They don't want to see my face during the, during the Super Bowl. I can tell you, I looked over my wife. She had her phone in her hand the entire night, the entire night. We didn't sit on the couch and with bated breath watch every play of the Super Bowl. We multitasked. And I'll give you one more piece that, that of, of touching, and then we'll, we'll get off of this. I pay for Google pay-per-click leads, okay? We're paying about $1,500 a month to get some lead, lead flow inside. I'm doing it, you know, through Boomtown, through the Boston MLS. I got four leads last night, four. That means four people on the couch either watching the Super Bowl or, did, or not went to Google, typed in homes for sale in Wilmington, Andover, wherever they came in, and they registered on my site and came in as an opportunity. Last night during the Super Bowl, during the time in which, you know, we think, I don't want to see me. They don't want to see me. You think Herb Chambers down 93, okay, you go into the city, you go from north to south, or you go, and you, you go head, to, head to the city. There are times where Herb Chambers has four or five billboards on 93. Do you think, to, do you think that Herb Chambers says to himself, nah, they don't want to see me again. They're sick of seeing my face. I'm not going to put two billboards out there. No, because he knows he's going to hit somebody at some point. It's the rule of advertising. It's why advertising works. It's why you put your name on softball jerseys and, and, and hockey jerseys and, and Parks and Rec banners and Disney breakfasts and, you know, uh, uh, North Reading Robotics Clubs and on your Jeep. It's why we do it. So if you take this philosophy, which many of us have, and I hear it over and over again, oh, I don't want to mix my business with my, with my personal. I don't, want to, I don't want to put something out. They don't want to hear from me. If any of these companies thought that way, I'm in a Coca-Cola town. Why would I advertise Pepsi? Do you think that they'd be the million-dollar or billion-dollar company they are? No. They put their brand out there, and they let the consumer choose. If the consumer in Atlanta didn't know there was a choice, then they would only drink Coke because that's all that's available to them. But if Pepsi gets on the horn and says, you know what, I'm gonna, we're going to roll. We're going to roll. We're going to roll with the halftime show. We're going to do whatever we're going to do, sponsored by Pepsi in a Coke town, in an arena that's, that's licensed to sell Coke. So you know what they did? They got together with the, with the city of Atlanta or whoever owns the stadium, and they, and they poured beverages in an unmarked cup. True story. There's articles on it. Look it up. So instead of doing a Coca-Cola cup, it was an unmarked cup. They were, they were plain, plain white cups, right, because Pepsi sponsored the halftime show in a Coca-Cola arena. So do they think, does Pepsi really think, ah, who gives a shit about, you know, about the glasses? Ah, who gives a shit? People don't care about what kind of soda they drink. The hell they do, too, care about what soda they drink. Just like Herb Chambers knows, yes, they do care where they're going to buy a car. And he puts his name out there. And you guys need to do the same thing. And the reason why I'm harping today, I'm trying not to be negative because we really are on a, on a good, good run here, is I don't see you guys putting anything out there, and I don't understand why. People don't want to see me. Or they're doing this. Well, I want to put it on my personal page just to separate it. You want the same people that are on your friends list to move over to a second spot and look at your business page with the business algorithms and all that Facebook, you know, algorithmic stuff that says if you've got 100 likes, only five people are going to see your content because it's not relevant, people aren't engaging in it, and all this other 
you know, Facebook stuff, put your ad right on your Facebook page. You don't need to do it daily. A couple pictures of your kids, a couple pictures of your husband, a couple pictures of something else, a couple pictures of real estate. How else are you going to brand yourself? I mean, I'm going to be tough. Explain this to me. You're not buying postcards. You're not buying magazines. You're not cold calling expireds. You're not, you're not buying leads. You're not paying for Zillow traffic. How are you going to get your name out there if you're using the very free, the freest tool of them all? The freest tool of them all is right there, and it was right during a time where the majority of the world was sitting down on their couch with their tablet, with their phone, whatever multitasking they were doing. We had an opportunity last night, and I blasted it out twice. We had an opportunity last night to get in front of these people. And as I looked, we didn't do it. So here's, the, so here's what I can do. I can get upset and be like, what the hell, guys? Or I can say, you know what, this is a fundamental error on my part. Either A, you don't know where to find content to put out on Facebook, number one. Or two, you don't know how. Both of those are my problem. Because I've either failed you on telling you where the content is, or I've failed you on providing training on how to, on how to post from your phone that looks cool. How to gather your link, how to make a quick image that says, you know, home, you know, open houses today. But whatever it is, I've failed you on doing that. So what we have to do is we have to figure out how I can get you guys comfortable, break the glass ceiling, and say, I'm going to put something on my Facebook feed that's going to let people know I'm in the game. A good one to look at in town here, and, and this may get back to it's fine, because she's complimented me on the past, and I'll compliment her now. A good one to look at is Lisa Centilli. Lisa Centilli does, is, is at Classified Locally. She does a great, great job of, of putting out one piece of nice content a day. She makes it herself. I've spoken with her plenty times. She's complimented us on our advertising. I've complimented her on her advertising. We've got a nice professional relationship. She does a great job of, of mixing Lisa Centilli Real Estate Agent and Lisa Centilli Regular. She does a good job. Her posts are clean. They're crisp. The message gets across. People know that if they want to do business in town, Lisa Centilli is a really good choice because, number one, she does it every single day, and, number two, she has no competition. Nobody else is doing it. Her own people in her office aren't doing it. The other people in North Ring aren't doing it, with the exception of me. They're, they're not doing it. You can go down the list and look at all the different companies and all the different agents and pull up their Facebook feed and see how much they're, they're spending on advertising themselves. And if we take the philosophy that, oh, they don't want to see me or I don't want to bother my friends and family with my Facebook, first of all, that's bullshit, number one. Number two, what else are you going to do? So I had a quick conversation with another friend of mine this morning. You know, we're, we're, we're doing this accountability thing. And she says, well, you know, I'm going to organize my database. Okay, great. What are you going to do with your database once it's organized? Look at it in a spreadsheet and see, wow, that's cool. Right? Or what are we going to do with it? So I said, well, you should do X and should do Y, just like I told you guys. Right? You should go into your event group, find the birthday, send some birthday cards. And immediately there's a block. I don't have a birthday card. Go to the homework store and buy a birthday card. Buy a pack of 10. Right? Don't put the block up. Well, I don't have the logo. I got to make the. I got to make the print. I got to send the Vista print. I got to wait two weeks for it to get here. Don't put the walls up, guys. Just do it. Just put a post up. Just get your name out there somewhere. You guys can do it. There's so much in the Facebook group that Jess has made for us, or or Tom's made for us, or Molly's made for us over the years. There's plenty of material in there. 
you're on Facebook already, go in the group and find it and share it. There's a ton. And your company resources, your company dollar is being spent on making these resources for you. The birthdays, the, or excuse me, the, um, the Merry Christmas, the, the Happy New Year's, the President's Day, whatever else we, we do on a regular basis, it's all right there. So I need to do, I need to do one of two things. I need to either make it a, a, an easier place for you to get on your phone because obviously nobody's sitting at their desktop all the time. You've got to be able to find the information and do a training on how you find the image, save the image on your phone, go to Facebook, upload the image to Facebook, and put a message. There, there needs to be some type of training on how to do that because I don't think we all know how to do that. Right? That seems to be the thing. I don't know where to find the information, and I don't know what to post, and I don't know how. So that, that's why we're not doing it. I don't think it's a lack of desire. I think if I said to everybody, I'm going to post a Facebook message for you today, each, each individual someone, give me your Facebook password for a day, and I'm going to go ahead and post a Facebook-related message on your, on your profile, on, you know, all day yesterday. I bet you 95% of the group would have given me your Facebook password yesterday and said, yeah, cool, do it. Why? I don't know how to do it, don't want to do it, don't have time to do it. So what do we do? We don't do it. And we miss the opportunity. And then what happens? Your neighbor lists their house right next to you, and you think to yourself, oh, shit, why didn't I get that business? You didn't ask for the business. You didn't send them a postcard. Or your brother or your sister or your uncle or your cousin, they buy a house. Or you go into your database and you're making calls and say, oh, yeah, I bought a house without Sally. And you're like, what the fuck? Why don't you buy a house with me? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were in real estate, but I didn't know you were in that kind of real estate. People don't understand. Just because we understand, they don't understand. So here's it. Let's go back to perspective. We'll, we'll talk about the Super Bowl one more time here. Maroon 5. I'm not a Maroon 5 fan. I th- I'm, not, I'm not a Maroon 5 fan at all. But I thought it was completely and ridiculously inappropriate for the lead singer of Maroon 5 to take his shirt off and have 900 tattoos all over his stomach. Some people think, wow, that's awesome. What a cool guy. Those tattoos are great. I personally think they look terrible. I'm not a tattoo guy. My perspective, my perspective or, or perception of that was different than yours. Doesn't not right or wrong, but you have to say, oh, they don't want to be they don't want to be text messages today. You know, people say, oh, call, 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 and I say, text, text, text. Well, they don't want to be called. How do you know they don't want to be called? You don't know until you call them. You don't know if they'd rather be text messages than until you text message them. So these leads that we've gotten in, the opportunities that we've gotten in. I haven't called. I've texted them. Is this Bob? Yes, it is. Who's this? Hey, this is Evan. I'm a real estate agent. Got your information. Okay, thanks. No, thank you. Get lost. What's going to happen? Right? When you call them, you're going to get voicemail 95% of the time. That's not a perception. That's a fact. But what I want to leave you with is I can only there's – there's a difference between coaching and motivation. Okay? I can coach you as much as you want. I can get on a call every single damn day. I can put up videos every single damn day. I can say at, at 10 o'clock in the morning yesterday, put up a social media Facebook post. But if 48 out of the 52 team members decide to ignore that information, what am I supposed to do? How can I best reach you guys? You have to change your thinking. I didn't get the information out of Evan's you know, school of logic. I got the information from, from top-paying guys, the top guys in the industry. And more importantly, think, of, think about the advertisers. They're spending $5 million to put your name in front of somebody, $5 bucks. 
You know what you have to spend? Zero. Zero. It's just about being prepared, guys. It's just about being prepared. Okay, guys, I'm not going to belabor. That's my 19 minutes. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'm happy to be back on the coaching calls. We'll, we'll start it back up, uh, you know, this week and continue next week. If you got any questions, please reach me, reach out to me. There's some good stuff in the Facebook group if you, um, if you haven't seen it. And like I said, as always, if you got any questions, comments, let me know. Be happy to catch you guys. Later. Thank you for listening to Handling Today's Consumers in Real Estate with your host, Evan Russell. To listen to a previous episode of our HTC podcast, you can visit evanlive.com or find him in the iTunes Music Store.